All right. Well, hello. Welcome to the first ever Pimento Cheese podcast. Well, we'll be talking about almost everything except pimento cheese. Um, so kind of the genesis and the idea behind this podcast was um, I have a lot of friends and the two people sitting with me that I'll introduce <laughs> he, to you. He has a lot of friends. <laughs> um, Humble brag. Jared's popular. Well, I, I do have a lot of friends that, that do not listen to podcasts, um, but they ask me kind of about different podcasts I listen to and why I listen to them. And I've always thought that podcasting is a cool way to learn about different subjects, whether it is, uh, I'm super into coffee, so I listen to coffee podcasts. I'm into marketing um, and advertising, so I listen to different marketing podcasts. And then um, different, just I've done a ton of different subjects that I want to know more about. Um, and so I think the idea kind of behind this, for me at least, was to kind of start a podcast where people could dive a little bit into different people's hobbies or different subjects and so kind of the the idea behind it is we're going to bring different people on um and we'll ask just kind of different questions about stuff they're into um and then just also just other interesting questions that kind of get a conversation started around certain subjects or um, different things so um, my name is jaron and i'm gonna kind of be the driver today on this podcast uh and i'm gonna introduce eric and matt in just a second, and they're going to explain to you kind of why they're here and their their ideas behind why they want to be a part of this podcast. So first, I'll introduce Eric, and he's going to kind of do his little introduction on everything. Well, hello. <laughs> My name is Eric, and I'm just really excited to be here and be a part of Pimento Cheese. Why am I doing this? Yeah, so so <laughs> why, why did you want to be a part of the podcast with me? I know that you, even before you... Before we started, you kind of even said, yeah, I've always wanted to do a podcast, so what was kind of your idea behind that? I think it's just really interesting to get to talk to people and get to know people, and hearing people's reasons for either liking things or why they do what they do, and just getting to know a little more about them and pick their brain. Cool. I uh, actually agree with Eric. Oh, my name is Matt, by the way. Um, I'm here... uh, Kind of same as Eric, just to really gather uh, an understanding behind people's motivations on certain things. I'm also here just to chat about subjects, um, just because I, I just find a lot of different subjects interesting, and um, I'm always like down to learn more about them. So I'm excited to be a part of Pimento Cheese. If Jaren's the driver, I'm considering myself the passenger. <laughs> and I call backseat middle. So kind of the people that are probably listening to this right now are people that are probably kind of close friends that we kind of made listen to this. And um, a lot of you guys probably don't listen to podcasts. And I think this is kind of an, a good way to get you guys started because, one, this isn't very good quality. So there's a lot better quality podcasts out there with maybe not with content, but with, you with can all only audio go quality. Here. Our content is going to be amazing. Uh, but Right now we're just trying to set the bar low, so yeah. low expectations, and then we can just blow your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, And so kind of the idea, though, was that you could kind of get into podcasts and maybe even learn about a new subject that you might just might seem interesting to you that you don't really want to listen to podcasts all about marketing or podcasts all about um, different subjects, whether it's making playlists on Spotify or um, my roommate has a massive pin collection. He's a pin nerd, but it's not something that everyone's interested in, but it's kind of cool to ask different questions and kind of figure stuff about um, different subjects. And so uh, the Pimento Cheese podcast, uh, the idea behind that is the name is kind of random. Pimento Cheese is kind of like a 
spreadable, cheesy thing with pimentos in it. And uh, essentially that, that name came from about a year ago. I was, uh, I was doing an internship and some guys, we'd all, every week we would um, order food and I kind of got in the habit of ordering different pimento cheeses, like sandwiches or sides from different places. And it kind of became like a, a funny thing, but every single week, whenever I got pimento cheese, uh, they would ask me to critique that restaurant's pimento cheese. And then it kind of became a joke that I would start a blog or a podcast about pimento cheese. Um, and so that's kind of where the name came from. And it's just so short and simple. And um, hopefully you're not here thinking about food and how to make better pimento cheese because that's absolutely not what this is. <laughs> you got praise. <laughs> uh, but, but stick around and uh, listen. So first thing this week is, so we're going to bring different people on each week. And um, whether we're just talking about different things, uh, we're going to talk mainly about stuff that we think we bring them on thinking that they have something cool about them, whether it's a hobby or, or cool story or something that, that is interesting about them that makes them different. Because I think the idea too behind this is that we live in a culture now where you can listen to podcasts about whatever you want. And that's just podcasts. I mean, you can follow anything on social media. Um, every single person is going to have different things that influence their life and make them interested in different things um, in, in the age that we live in now with the internet and social media and podcasts. And you can really, you know, if you want to just follow people on Instagram that do, I don't know, coffee, then that's all you can follow and you don't have to worry about other stuff or, you know, Eric over here is interested in different types of graphic design and stuff. And he watches different videos on the internet about that and stuff that is interesting to him. So, that's um, true. yeah. So the, the idea being that, um, everyone kind of has different hobbies and different interesting things about them. And that's the coolest part about being a millennial is everyone doesn't have similar input into their life and their opinions. And so that's why I think you see a lot of different people that have a lot of different hobbies and we bring people on and just have talk about them in, in those ways. So um, some questions will be directed towards exactly what their hobbies are about. And some will be directed towards just kind of random questions like what happens if you swallow a Lego? What would you do? Just to spice things up, I think the whole goal is to is to really just dive into their personality, sprinkle the salt on their uh, their personality. So, without further ado, yeah. So uh, the first person we're actually gonna bring on today is a. Uh, is someone that's going to be on the podcast consistently, and that's Matt. Um, we're going to ask him, <laughs> kind of surprisingly to him, actually, we're going to ask him different stuff about um, kind of something interesting about him. It's not I don't know if you could call it a hobby, um, but essentially something interesting about Matt is that he is um, very curious when it comes to the way he applies to internships and jobs. And he has several stories that are that are kind of interesting that we'll let him tell. And then oh there's definitely a few questions we, we want to ask him and, and just kind of think about that way. So um, without further ado, uh, I'm going to introduce Matt, and he can introduce his interesting quirkiness about his hobby. Yeah, so uh, over, over the years, I've probably applied to somewhere around 200 different internships. And um, it started off, you know, just to, like, uh, like applying through like the career webpage or sending them an email uh, online. But um, as I kind of realized that that didn't work, um, I started getting a little more creative. And especially like the industry that I'm going into advertising, um, you're allowed to be a little more creative than you would for like a Goldman Sachs or anything like in banking or in finance where it's very rigid. I uh, You're allowed to be a lot more creative. So 
I've done everything from like send like six packs of beer with my resume um, to agencies to sending a risk board game to an agency with my cover letter on it um, and just are, are doing like what I like to call pre-interview projects where I'll do something that I think could show that I can bring value to the internship um, so just like a little short like presentation on like something that how they can take advantage of new opportunities with marketing as their strategy changes. It's just like little stuff like that. And so actually yesterday I did one of those and I sent it to Hugo Boss London and uh, they sent me back an email asking for an interview. And uh, um, I told them that I wouldn't be able to come in to interview and have to be over Skype since I'm located in the US. And I, they, I got a response probably four or five minutes later saying, we're sorry, we didn't know you were in the US. Uh, we can't sponsor you. <laughs> Best luck on your future endeavors. And that, uh, that was a real sh shot to the, the gonads, if you know what I mean. We know what you mean. <laughs> so so <laughs> I'm curious, like, what, what are some things, like some responses that you've gotten from some of the, like, whether it be the, like the six pack of beer, like the wrist board, like, does it work or like have they have, have like do people get upset about it like what's kind of the response I think um, as long as you do it in a way that's not like as long as you it's all in the way you do it so the reason I sent the six pack of beer was I had an informational interview with um, somebody who worked in the strategy department um, and we just like talked and while we were talking she said the favorite her favorite client to work on was Coors Light um, and so I uh, and then after the interview, she was like, please send over your resume and cover letter and uh, I'll like send it over to HR and we'll see what happens. She's like, that's the most I could do. So I was like, well, how can I really do this in a way that she's going to like, she's not going to send it to HR. She's going to like send it with a message, like hire him. So I called up these different liquor delivery services in Los Angeles and um, they found out that they, they deliver, they can deliver alcohol like anywhere in Los Angeles. So I called them and I was like, can you pl please print off my resume and just stick it in the six pack when you deliver it? And I called it maybe about three different places before somebody was like, I guess. And so, so they did it. I gave them a little bit of an extra tip just for doing that. And um, they delivered it and like 20 minutes after I, w I got the confirmation that I was delivered, I got an email from the lady and she was like, she, all she said was smart move, Nicole. Um, and I ended up getting an interview with that, with that company. Um, did not get the internship, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's, a di that's a different story. I don't know if I want to talk about at the moment. But um, so I think it's like, it's like stuff that's appropriate. Like uh, the risk game was, I had already like, talked to the lady and she was, like she was also in strategy and you know if you ever play the board game risk it's it's all about strategy um it's a little bit of luck but i think that's also advertising as well mm -hmm. so i wrote up a, like a cover letter just using like all these like um all these like comparisons to the board game how it's like strategic but also there's like that little element of luck to achieve global domination um which is kind of what brands want to do so I, I said that to her and she also emailed me back like, hey, let's have an interview. Um, I also didn't get that internship. <laughs> I don't want this to, my, I think my interview skills are all right, but 
it's just like I I end up going with a different one and how to like it's long story long story I'll, so I'll they, are, they are successful I'd say for the most part the, the most successful ones have been the pre-interview projects because it shows the actual value you can you can bring to besides just like creatively sending them something it shows that you're actually like a smart person and that you can bring value to their um, to their agency um, so I would highly recommend doing that and just keep on guessing on emails on LinkedIn that's all I did I just go on LinkedIn and stalk the hell out of people and just keep guessing at their email until I got it right and then just send them like and then just send like five people they all my stuff and so like one of those people always answers back Besides Ralph Lauren, please answer me back. <laughs> I know you guys are listening, so they are avid listeners <laughs> yeah. of commenter teams. <laughs> cool. So, how much do you think you've spent on like just on the total number of like crazy things you've done, like that that kind of stuff? Um, not ter- I, I got a lot of money, probably around like between like shipping costs <laughs> and like actually buying certain some stuff. Prior like around like hundred and fifty dollars, um, just because I've only I've only actually sent stuff to a couple places. The pre-interview projects I found, I mean it's free to do besides your time, um, and you can just email it to them. And I found that that's like a better success rate. So okay. that's what I've been doing a lot more recently. Um, I mean I mean people always like getting stuff in the mail, but I've also heard stories of like an agency will like get a pizza in the mail or something, and they'll like immediately just throw it away just because they don't want to eat something that like somebody just like gave to them randomly which is understandable yeah so i don't know probably probably about 200 dollars um have you ever gotten like bad feedback from someone that was like like why'd you do this or just not heard back from them at all i i okay so i haven't heard back from places um but i've never gotten like a bad feedback okay so i feel like as long as as long as like they respond it's always been good but i've never like sent something like in the mail to an agency and them not respond but i've gotten some people who never respond like with a pre-interview project so it's really up to you guys <laughs> take it take it with a grain of salt um lately i'm kind of striking out so, <laughs> so if any of you know of any internships <laughs> any more internships yeah i'm matthew just kidding no, just kidding. I think it's like Go I mean it's so early and, and guess uh, his email address. Yeah, it's all about it's all about uh, it's all it's all about like the timing as well. And um, I'm I'm really also shooting for the stars. So I mean I'm gonna start like you know playing out different different feelers. And that's all I have to say about that. Wow, summer 2017. Oh my god. The worst summer. I mean, just kidding. How did you land your past summer internship? That one? That one I actually just applied. <laughs> <laughs> so just ignore everything you just said. Like, that one I just, just applied. applied. Just um, ignore Matt. Don't don't waste your money or time. Well, just, the, the thing is that I got that one and then declined another one. And then I also had let somebody else know. And they just, like, what happened? Well, okay, I'm just going to tell you what happened. So... I work. I did all these things to work for a certain agency in Los Angeles. I sent them. That was the agency I sent the beer to. I also um, did this like huge like Instagram campaign uh, pre-interview project for them, and then uh, 
And then I interviewed with them three times. But in that course, I also interviewed with another agency that ended up being my summer internship. And they, they like got back to me right away and were like, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Um, can you let us know like by like Friday? And this was like a Wednesday. And so I emailed the agency that I interviewed three times with. I emailed them like, hey, uh, so I haven't, just to be completely transparent, I have an offer on the table from this other agency. I'd much rather prefer to work for you guys, but I need to, I need to know just so I can let them know kind of thing. And they got back to me like a little bit later and were like, oh, you already have an internship offer? Great, like we'll just give it to somebody else who doesn't have an offer. Um, Thanks for applying, like, kind of thing. I was just like... Best of luck with your future endeavors. I, I was just like... <sighs> it's just a, a shot to the heart, because that's not what I meant. I meant, I meant like, I'd rather work for you guys. <laughs> Let me know. And so uh, <laughs> that was a little a little sad. But, I mean, you really can't complain. I still had a great internship. Um, and it was like... Like, I ended up visiting um, that agency while I was in L.A. over the summer. So it all ended up okay. No broken feelings. No, uh, a little bit of broken feelings. <laughs> I was very upset. I almost cried. TBH. <laughs> I really wanted it. Cool. So, yeah. So, yeah, a little background. Uh, I guess we could, probably should have gotten into it a little earlier was uh, that we're kind of, we all know each other because we all work on uh, an FSU advertising team. And so that's kind of our background. And that's in case you're listening to this and you don't know who we are. Because I, God bless your soul. We're <laughs> like, so sorry. I guess if you made it this far, <laughs> you, you must like something that's going on here. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, are you really bored? What we're going to do real quick, Matt, if it's okay with you, is I want to give you a... Uh, so, I know that you've been, you've been applying to a lot of like client side. So, that being... Like uh, Hugo Boss, Rafa Lauren, kind of like instead of trying to apply to like different agencies, whether it be for jobs or internships, um, I would like to give you a random one right now. And I want you to give us your best strategy on how you would apply to that. that oh, one. man, that's a lot of pressure. I know. Okay, okay. But just, you seem like an expert at this, so. Yeah, I would not say I'm just, an expert. I want to see your thought process behind it. Well, the thought process normally involves a lot of Google searches. Like see what trends are happening in that industry. Okay, so but we'll give you we'll give you something that's like maybe something you're in, you know about. Okay, okay, hit me with it. Um, let's see. What do you think, Eric? Oh, you didn't actually have one planned. No, it was, <laughs> it was random for me as well. Okay. <laughs> okay, how would you apply to work at Baby Gap? <laughs> There's your fashion. Baby Gap. Brand. Oh my God. Well. Like, are you gonna send them beer? Like a six? Pack? I would not send Baby Gap <laughs> beer. Uh, so Baby Gap. We don't have to do Baby Gap. I just want to um, do a weird fashion one. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of how I do Baby Gap. I would probably. Well, so the, so their target is a lot of like mothers, um, or or just parents in general. So you would have to see where the trends are with parents, but I'm guessing that more and more parents are on social media. So then you can start doing, so, okay, so this is for like a, a pre-interview project. I would start off with their current social media, see what they're doing, um, 
highlight the trends and the disruption going on in the industry with fashion because fashion is moving more to see now, buy now strategy. So I would, it is, it's like, okay, so fashion's always been, you do the show and then you have six months before anybody can actually buy it. Because um, they do the show, they t- tweak it versus on these fashion editorials and then they, they produce it based on the orders they get from different wholesalers and then it goes out to the rest of the world. But with like the rise of the, uh, like the internet and the global marketplace, um, they, can't, they don't really do that anymore because it, it doesn't work. Um, people want it now, they don't have the patience. So, and it, it gives rise to a bunch of knockoffs and it loses like the mystique. So, I, for Baby Gap though, they don't do fashion shows. I mean, maybe you could start fashion shows for Baby Gap. Maybe that's your pitch. Oh, man, you guys put me on the spot hard. Um, so like, I'm guessing that social media is a, a bigger thing. I'm just like talking on my ass right now. I would just do a pre-interview project. I don't know what to do with Baby Gap. <laughs> I would need to do a lot of research on Baby Gap. So would you even want to work at Baby Gap? No. Okay. I have a question. Oh. For Matt. <laughs> okay. So you said that you're applying for a lot of client-side internships this summer. Yeah. And a lot of the ones that you have named have to do with fashion. Okay. What are the ones that aren't fashion? No. Don't, I, don't I, assume. Okay. <laughs> don't. Why, why are you applying to all these fashion places? What started your interest in the fashion industry? And why do you want to work for them? I think it was more just about like uh, applying for like brands that I really, I, re- I really thought um, have a lot of have a lot of value, not value, but like brands that have that extra value. Like Nike doesn't like brand equity. Brand equity, exactly, exactly. So I was kind of looking at brands Jaren that got have an A in advertising. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I did. To be honest, I think we got to be in that class. <laughs> brand equity. So I, I applied for fashion brands because I, I feel like fashion has the those brands have the craziest brand equity I've ever seen. There's like no reason that somebody should pay fifteen thousand dollars for like a leather jacket that just happens to have like oh like fringe on it that Dior made or whatever. It's 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 purely name brand and that's the reason people mm. buy them for that much. And so I was looking at that, and I was like, that's crazy. I want to be a part of that. Hmm. So it's basically about the equity. So that's like, I mean, I'm not necessarily the most fashionable person. Most of my oh. wardrobe comes from Goodwill. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Look at that outfit. That flannel, that rolled up black jeans, those Converse. Yeah, and so not really, not really Gucci-type level stuff here, but... Um, I, and then I looked at a uh, like a list of like the hundred most like powerful brands according to some website, and there must have been a good like twenty of them are just, just like fashion. Whether that's Zara, that's Prada, um, hmm. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Ralph Lauren. So I was just like, that'd be awesome to be a part of a brand that has such, such a high level equity. Um, it's nothing more than just its name. Hmm. That was the thought process. I'm also applying to other places. If any fashion brand is listening, email me back. Or just anyone. This is our first podcast. Who do you think is listening? (laughs) 
Prada. <laughs> Prada. Gucci, I know you're there. Coach? <laughs> Kanye. Kanye. Easy season five. At some Matt. point. Adidas Originals, my dream. If you guys ever want to listen to the Pimento Cheese podcast featuring Kanye, make sure your friends are listening and you're telling everyone about how great our podcast is because he probably will only come on if we have hundreds of millions of guests. Reach out to your local congressman. And listeners. <laughs> Give this podcast five stars. Please. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if Betsy DeVos can... Can be Secretary Ooh. of Education. Ooh, Ooh. we went we get, there. We, 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 we can right. have Kanye on our podcast. Say, say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> oh man! All right. I'm only I'm only I'm only one hundred and ninety nine million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and nine dollars short from becoming Secretary of Education myself. Is that supposed to be like a hundred million dollars? No, two hundred million. Uh, one dollar. One dollar. Sh- one dollar shy of 200 million because that's all i have in my wallet right now gotcha you have one dollar in your wallet yeah what are you gonna buy with it if i could give you a gift card right now to the dollar store for a hundred dollars oh god or give you a let's say amazon gift card for ten dollars which one would you take Dollar store for a hundred dollars? Are you kidding me? I'd have groceries for for months. I don't know. Is is the dollar store like the best place to buy groceries? It's not the best, <laughs> but it's the cheapest. You can buy eggs, milk, bread, pasta. Okay. You can buy like all the college essentials, peanut butter and jelly at Dollar Tree. I did all my grocery shopping at Dollar Tree last year, but since I since I've upgraded, wow. I'm now bougie enough to go to Winn Dixie. <laughs> wow. Bourgeois. What's your favorite thing at Winn Dixie? Um, one time, oh my god, one time at Winn Dixie, they had. <laughs> one time at Winn Dixie, they had buy one get one free <laughs> racks of ribs, like these like atrociously big, like bigger than like a like my leg, <laughs> like racks of ribs. It was buy one get one free, so I got two for like ten dollars. I had two like. Like from like a mammoth pig, <laughs> and so we had rib night. <laughs> but like this is like a college like oh. apartment, so we don't have like the proper like baking sheets for ribs. So we literally just we we put these ribs just like on the tr- like in the oven, no baking sheet, and we covered it with like this weird whatever seasonings we had. So like, like it wasn't even like we didn't even look up our recipe. We we're like, we're like this Goya seasoning sounds good. Maybe add a little like Montreal steak on that. Um, and then we like did a little bit of barbecue sauce. Like that Javi just had lying around, and we put him in the oven. And then we just started we started playing some video games. Next thing I know, our oven's on fire. <laughs> yeah, well I was like, Javi, you smell that? And he's like. Yeah, I smell that. We look over, and the kitchen is, like, in smoke. And we open it, and it's, like, literally a fires in our oven. And we, like, you know, put it out as fast as we could by, not doing by water, because, we like, we were smart enough to know that that grease fires never works like that. So we just, like, we just started, like, throwing, like, like, um, we had a, we had one of those, uh, fire extinguishers. I don't know why we had a fire extinguisher. I don't have a fire extinguisher right now. But we had one for some reason. Sprayed it. 
got zero ribs for my ten dollars. But that was the best thing I ever bought. <laughs> Such an adventure. <laughs> then we went to Four Rivers afterwards and got actual ribs because we really wanted ribs. It was like twenty dollars for like a half a rack. Yeah. So. Some yeah. Ribs. <laughs> So Man, I was really my, curious to see how like how those ended up tasting because of the the seasoning, but I was too. I was too. maybe maybe it caught on fire because of their own seasoning. I think it caught on fire because <laughs> you didn't put it on anything. <laughs> we didn't put it on anything. That's exactly. <laughs> we literally just put a raw thing. like two raw <laughs> racks of ribs in the oven and thought we were going to be okay. <laughs> so for those, so I, I think the grease like pulled down like and then. <laughs> So, for those of you that thought this was a cooking podcast, now it is clearly known <laughs> that it's not a cooking podcast. Maybe not how not to cook. Yeah, well, I, I can give you lessons every week. <laughs> On what not to cook. On what not to do. Very interesting. What is your advice to people who are trying to get an internship this summer? My advice is instead of applying to a vast quantity of internships, pick only a handful and really sell out for them. Like do like LinkedIn, like stock almost, like find people on LinkedIn that you would want to message, do the pre-interview projects, um, send them something if it's a, if it's appropriate, really um, create um, tailored cover letters for that one. And I would say instead of, instead of quantity, go for quality. And that, that'd be my best advice. Hmm. Deep. So how much experience do you have getting internships? <laughs> I've interned for, this is my fourth year of okay. getting an internship. This will be my fourth internship, nice. if I get one. So, so you've gotten an crossed. internship every year you've applied for one? Yeah, yeah, my first year was rough though. So you're four for four? Yeah, but I mean, well, obviously... More like four for like a hundred. We're not counting that. But like, <laughs> like, I mean, I started off at like, my first internship, I uh, just like, it was like a 10-person agency in Orlando. It was literally like... Um, it's, it's a very, like as small as you can pretty much get as far as agencies go. And then you use that to get an internship. That's like kind of a little bit more medium sized, probably like a 50 man agency. And then last year I, I was able to use those experiences and, um, and through the use of pre-interview projects and stuff and end up working at like a 500 person agency. So it was just like, kind of like just stepping blocks along the way. You can't. It's very hard to start off and just go straight into a big internship. Mm -hmm. uh, you definitely have to like serve your time. So this year the goal is at least a thousand people. Well, the goal is to work for a brand which would have, yeah, a pretty significant global domination. Global domination. It's happening. By Matt. By Matt. Maybe I should start setting out more risk games. I guess. Would your autobiography be called Global Domination? I think it'd be called Ice in the Veins. Why? The Matthew Anko story. The Rad Dad. I just, like the, I just like the name of that. The Rad He's Dad. Rad Dad. Matt is known as a Rad Dad to all of our friends. So Another reason why New Balance, hit me up. <laughs> just kidding. It's a great I'm, I've been doing so too many shameless plugs. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Ice in the veins. Yeah, wait, yeah, let's, hold on, let's go back to this. I got sidetracked, so wait, well, how did you end up with Ice? Isn't, like, Ice in the veins, like... Lethal. Cool, cool under pressure. <laughs> Would that kill you? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I just thought it sounded cool. Are you? Are you depressed? Ice in the veins. No, I I would call it. I would call it more of a uh, 
a calm, cool, and collected. I think, I mean, I feel like you're the one person that's not calm, cool, and collected that I know. <laughs> check, check out my quote board. He's one of the three. <laughs> one of the three. I'll take that. Yeah. I think, okay. I don't, well, let me think more about this autobiography thing. I think I'd call it... He doesn't have a name? Pimento <laughs> cheese. <laughs> <So> I, call... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I need time to think about it, but right now I'm sleeping with ice in the veins. I'll take mm. it. I'd buy it. Next next week I'll come at you with you a real name. Okay. I want to I flip this now. So, Eric, what would your autobiography be called? And actually, I want to know how it would look and be designed as well. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. My autobiography would be called... Well, I did it. <laughs> and what? it would be, well, comma, I did it, exclamation point. No semicolon? No. Okay. And it would be a nice serif font, probably white. <laughs> um, <laughs> the cover will be probably a deep red background. Mm. Sensual. Mm-hmm. And then probably accents of black. Maybe a picture. Who knows where my life will be. By wow. Then. So, so I, I got a very distinct image and it screamed Barry White to me. Maybe that's what it's going to be about. Just Eric's love for Barry White. Do you um, know who Barry White is? Probably a chapter or two <laughs> <laughs> dedicated to him. Kids <laughs> Wait, so, so where did you get this name from? Like, why, why that? Because if I ever write an autobiography, it will be at the end of my life. And, well, I did it. That's my life. <laughs> I like that. And, like, you'll, it won't be published until, like, you die? Is that... Um, or you want, like, do it'll a book be signing published. tour? Oh. Maybe okay. you can do a book signing at your funeral. Like... What? I don't know how that would work. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd <laughs> be cool. That would be cool. How man. would he sign the book if he's dead? I don't. I don't know, man. If anyone wants to take a selfie, yeah, it yeah. could be open casket. Be, I think it'd be a cream. I mean, it, well, it depends on how you die, though. I mean, yeah, if you get like true. hit by a train, you can't do an open casket. Okay. Well, I'm 21 right now. <laughs> Let's not think about this. I think. I think if when I die, I would want to be cremated and my ashes spread out among a nice plane. Like what? Like just any like a, plane? Like, like a great plane. So like the great plane? No, 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 not the one, but like a great plane. Name one great plane that you would be willing. The great plane. <laughs> awesome, okay. Jaron, your turn. What was your? Okay, first off, let's start off with your autobiography title, and then where, how you would want to be buried. Oh man, no. It's a two-part <laughs> question. Ooh, that's a good question. Actually, I, I want to change I, mine. Sorry. Go ahead and change yours. I'll think about mine. So yesterday I was playing. Uh, I was playing um, a nice nine holes of golf. So you're gonna change your autobiography based on one experience you had yesterday? <laughs> Let me tell a story. <laughs> I was playing nice nine holes of golf, and I was I was I was walking alongside a very nice man who just happened to have the same tea time as me, and uh, very nice guy, and he. Uh, he, you know, he was incredible, an incredible golfer, and I'm not that good. And so every time I'd get up to the ball, I'd almost feel inferior 
And so I would just say, I would, I would just say to myself, well, let's see what happens. So I think my title, I, I, the more I think about it, I think let's see what happens kind of sums up a lot of different aspects of my life. So I'm going to say my title would be Let's See What Happens, The Matthew Youngquist Story. Interesting. So it's like forward-facing, but like looking forward, but it's also yeah. about what's happened in yeah. the past. It's like, just like, I mean, like the same thing with the internships. It's just like, you send an email, and you're like, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> just live life off of the motto. Yep. That's, I'm going with that. Hmm. Nice. Anyway, okay, so Jared, I don't want to take away from your thunder. Oh, man. I don't know. I, see, I have... I have a lot of different interests, and so I, I can't sum it up into, I don't know, I don't have like a defining moment yet in my life, but ooh. I could, I could do, ooh, I got, I got one actually. I like that. Just gonna, it's just gonna be undefined. Wow. The Jerry wow. Hall story. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the, the cover is like a, a portrait of you, but a black bar across the eyes Kind of like Spy Kids style. Like mysterious. Like you remember the Spy Kids movies? George Clooney just yeah. had like the black bar across his eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that, but grayscaled. Okay. I'm thinking that's a good. Cover. I was thinking and more of like, like a find in the black bar. I was yeah, thinking more of like a mm-hmm. like a Putin on a horse kind of style thing. Ooh, that would really grab readers' attention. Mm-hmm. Like a Napoleon. Maybe maybe kind of the same idea in like the book cover. Like the the wrap is like has a little like hole cut in it. And it's like kind of the eyes, and then when you you take the the wrap off, you know the out, outside cover, you take that off, you can like see underneath the picture, and it's like me on a horse. Wow! Ooh. Wow! It's like the portrait to your soul, like the portal. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think I'd have a very good autobiography though. I don't think it'd be that interesting. Jerry, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> you can talk about pimento cheese. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, pimento cheese. That's actually what it, this is my autobiography. Thanks this for listening. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. See you later. On this journey with us. And I promise you it can't get worse. So you might as well. <laughs> if you made it this far, you might as well listen. Bless your soul. Um, Thank you. But we, we, we will have definitely a lot more interesting people on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if I ruined the first podcast. <laughs> we will definitely have more interesting people than that on. Uh, anyways, thanks, and this has been a Pimento Cheese podcast.